the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The answer. Man, I go by all kind of names. Yo, my nickname's got nicknames. Good morning. This is Dr. Bill, your radio MD, and I got Ken by my side. You bet you better believe it, Doc. You betcha, baby. And we're doing a live show from the office parking lot at 6399 38th Avenue North. Come on out. We got a good crowd already showing up. We even got a doggy here. <laughs> oh, beautiful too. That golden retriever. I love those dogs. Oh, they're nice dogs. Yeah. Yes, they are. So come on by. We'd love to see you. We're going to be here for the next hour. And I have. And I, what's right? Well, we'll on the air for the next hour, but we'll be hanging out here talking with folks. We'll be doing a meet and greet. And uh, oh my God, somebody's already texting me. It's a patient. <laughs> I got to go, Ken. Take over. <laughs> I've got an emergency at the hospital. <laughs> okay, Doc. I'll be happy to. Um, so, uh, you know, let's start off with the sad news first, Ken. The sad news. The sad news is Jimmy Buffett died. Yes. 76. I know. He's just a year older than me. And he died from something that we were talking about not too long ago. Skin cancer that trans that's transformed itself into his blood. That's what took him out. So he had a melanoma, huh? Yeah. Wow. He started it. He, it was a man who spent his entire life in the sun, you know. I had two melanomas cut off so far in my skin. I better go get another scan. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's always worth checking. Yeah. Yeah, 76 years old. Put, gave us a lot of great music, though. He originally was from Mississippi, and he uh, went to Nashville to be a country music star. And he and one of his buddies went down to Key West for a vacation, and they fell in love with that Calypso beat. And that's what he made his money on. Died, um... Uh, with family and friends surrounding him. He had like the, the perfect life. He really did. I mean. And his dogs too. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> he was a pilot. But he had planes and the, what a guy. He was a billionaire. Oh yeah. I, I, I had, a, uh, they had his net worth in the paper yesterday. It was $500 million. Yeah, Paul yeah. McCartney put a wonderful tribute out to him yesterday as well. Really? Yes. They were apparently pre- pretty good friends. Well, he must've stopped smoking dope for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, I got a question for you. Since we're live, I've never asked you this question. Go ahead. Why did you start this show? What was it? What was the driving force? You see that woman, Mary Brockett, over there? I, I do. She's a big PIA. Let me tell you, she pestered us for years. <laughs> she said, you've got a perfect voice and you got the, the personality. And so finally we broke down and said, okay, because the wife hates paying her. Because, you know, we, <laughs> we buy the airtime and then we sell advertising, which is right. basically our office and uh, an imaging center or two. So this is more or less just an advertisement for the office, but I have fun doing this. This is fun. Well, I just thought maybe it was an, an inner need that you had to express your opinions on the world. And the world needs to know my opinion. I, I agree. Absolutely. It's absolutely positively. They must know me and what I have to say, by the way, my wingman JT he listened last week on Facebook and he said, you guys were so wrong. 
I said, <laughs> he said, and I texted him, you know, I emailed her, whatever you do on Facebook, I am. And uh, I said, dude, I don't have time to stop and read that. Don't you have somebody reading all that and answering for you? I said, do I look like a rich guy? <laughs> I'm just a little old one man show here. <laughs> yeah, it's an NBC News. Here. No, <laughs> it's hard enough to get the wife out here. Hey, MJ, come over here, girl. Come on. I can't pick. I can't pick on my wife today because she's here for the show. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot of people to talk to, so we better get out of line with it. We got. Yeah, let's talk. Oh, by the way, the U.S. arms makers. Guess what? They can't meet production demand, so they're farming it out overseas. So they're making uh, the Tomahawk missiles in Poland, and they're making uh, shells in in the Netherlands, and so we're actually buying armaments from overseas to then turn around and ship back to, well, I, I'm sure we don't ship them. They just ship them, you know, drop ship from Poland and the Netherlands. But basically now we're adding to the economy of Europe by buying armaments from Europe to give to the Ukrainians. Well, that's cuts down in delivery time for sure. Cuts down delivery time and uh, helps their economies. I don't know what it does for us exactly, but uh I guess we can build our stockpiles back up because North Korea said they have simulated a nuclear attack on the United States just in case we try to attack them. Mm-hmm, sure. And I'm really scared, you know. I'm waiting for <laughs> <laughs> waiting for <laughs> I'm not too afraid of little fat man over there. So. Kim Jong un to throw something our way. So what are we gonna do, Ken? Do you think we should tell the government to quit buying overseas and what happened to the let's do it at home thing? I don't know. I thought we were bringing our industry home. I don't. I don't understand it at all. I guess uh, Mexico is going to be where we're going to be buying a lot of our goods from now that we're closing down on China. Are the Mexicans up for it? Can they handle our demands? That's a whole different question, Doc. Because I need a new wardrobe stat. (laughs) I need some jeans. I need need some cheap jeans. Hey, listen. I'm so thankful for the Chinese. I paid $10 for a pair of jeans in the 60s. I paid $20 out at Sam's Club for a pair now. That's not bad considering inflation's about 10 times that. Yeah. And if we were made here, they'd be a little more expensive. They so. would. But that's, I guess we're going to have to bite the bullet, huh? I think so. I think that's the only way we're going to be able to do it. If you want manufacturing to come back to this country, we have to be willing to pay the price. And, you know, it's it's really uh, interesting and uh, amazing to me that our economy has held up as well as it has. Yeah. I think that because more people are getting back in the workforce after the pandemic mm-hmm. and uh, spending their money and buying goods, but not the way we were buying during the pandemic, things have changed a lot. You know, during the pandemic, we were we were buying things like uh, hand sanitizer and toilet paper, and all of a sudden, everybody quit using toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I don't know what that means, Ken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe Roger can tell us. Roger, Roger P. Schumann, legendary newsman. Roger P. Schumann out here mm-hmm. tonight. Roger, why are they, why are we using less toilet paper and less sand sanitizer now? I think the toilet paper people are using those new bidets that's the hose in the toilet that uh, <laughs> eliminates the need for toilet paper. The hand hand sand, You know that was one good thing about the pandemic. People actually did wash their hands. They did, and uh, the women wash it like every 10 minutes. So, And all my employees and my wife, they will not pick up anything off the floor without a glove on. 
If they touch anything that a patient has sat on, looked at, or gotten within a foot of, they wipe it down with disinfectant. They're driving me freaking crazy. <laughs> Didn't the flu and other diseases go down also during the pandemic? I think so. I think so. Possibly because of sanitation. Possibly. And uh, now here in, in the uh, Tampa Bay area, we've had a few beaches show up with elevated levels of uh, E. coli and fecal bacteria. So apparently we've got some runoff from somewhere now. Which means you'll have more patients. Absolutely. So everybody go swimming today. Go down to the beach and get, get infected. Come back and see me. And then the national press, they said there's the flesh-eating bacteria has invaded the Big Bend of Florida because of the hurricane. But I don't know if that's true or not, but that's in the Well, national. Teslas are blowing up all over town, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there, a Tesla caught fire right up here. Park in 66. Yeah, we had that on traffic. They had 10 fire trucks there to put it in. So here's the thing, folks. If you have an electric car, don't run it through a, a pool of water, a puddle of water, because that's the way you set those things on fire. You short them out by getting them wet. And so I parked my electric car in the garage and we drove her car around for a day or two to make sure that everything was okay because, you know, parts of Gulfport were flooded. Yeah, good idea. That's We've had a lot of reports of that and people putting them in the garage of their house and then the whole house goes up. <laughs> it's a salt water, I guess. Did it, did it? Yeah, it's salt. Well, even fresh water will do it. Well, I guess so. You yeah, you don't want water around anything electronic, so. No, because it'll short out the, uh, all the batteries are underneath, they're, they're, they're right, so if you bend down and look underneath the electric cars, the whole bottom is flat, because mm -hmm. it's all a, a shelf that holds batteries. All right, I'm going to stick to gas, if you don't mind. You can gas all you want, <laughs> 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 I've been going to move my position here a little bit. <laughs> All right, Doc, what else we got to talk about today? There's a big to-do now. You know, the Ozempic and the Monjarno, the uh, the diabetic drugs that you inject once a week, they also help with weight loss. And the insurance companies stop paying for it to to a great extent because it's so costly. You know, it's like a thousand bucks a month for that stuff. So people are taking second jobs and working overtime to save enough money to buy the Ozempic or the Monjarno so they can lose weight and keep their weight down. So this is this is a big deal now. And you know, that reminds me, we got the farmer right behind me. We probably ought to start making our own and bootlegging. There you go. <laughs> we could make some money off that stuff. I could retire. Or you could just eat right. Well, let's not push it. <laughs> let's not ask for the impossible. You know, right? you're back to your gas thing. <laughs> so we got to be careful there. And now, so the, the next thing the administration is doing is they're, they're trying to enact some rules for nursing homes that they have to have a nurse, an RN, registered nurse, and a nurse's aide full-time at the nursing home, and they have to make a visit with the patient at least once a week or something like that. Now, you guys may or may not know that the nursing home industry is really uh, not very lucrative right now uh, because of all the increase in wages, and there's also a shortage of, of uh, worker bees, uh, people finding workers, and the nursing homes are largely staffed by uh, CNAs and, and uh, you know, people with an associate degree or less, and so this is going to be more costly for the nursing homes, 
which means it's going to drive up the cost to put your your loved ones like Ken in a nursing home. <laughs> now, Roger, we think he's taking some kind of anti-aging medication. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's but not working very everything, well. Everything, <laughs> everything on me is is falling apart. I've got teeth on order. I've got hearing aids on order. I mean, Amazon, you get a great deal. They'll ship them right to you. Thank God you're not on television. <laughs> <Don't get it. laughs> so, and that brings me to this topic. You know, I talked about the uh, serolimus and tacrolimus. These are the anti-rejection uh, drugs that we use with kidney transplants and heart transplants and liver transplants. It uh, tones down the immune system and uh, it's being looked at and there've already been reports of uh, use in beagles and mice and uh, other uh, lab animals that it reverses or halts the aging process and it also uh, halts or slows down the uh, process of dementia. One of the things that we saw or that we see in people who are on the uh, uh, anti-rejection drugs like serolimus uh, and tacrolimus is that they don't get dementia. They don't get dementia. So there are doctors now in, in off-label use of the drug that they're taking it twice a week and uh, seeing if that will slow down the aging process. Is there a study being done right now on that? There are studies being done. And of course, there's a, informally, there's a doctors around the country. And I guess they're, uh, they're uh, patients who are willing to pay a little bit extra well, yeah. for, for that kind of treatment. And so that that is a big to do right now, the the anti aging and also the uh, resveratrol, resveratrol, which is in nuts and berries, you know, blueberries and acaia berries and all that. That apparently helps reverse the aging process in conjunction with drugs like serolimus and tacrolimus. Also taking a statin for cholesterol, even if you don't need one, just a low dose, and an ARB, uh, losartan. Telmosartan, these kind of drugs, all these together are being tried to see if they will slow down or reverse the aging process. And I've said for a long time that if you're on a statin and you're on an ACE or an ARB, uh, you're, you're, you're going to live longer. And that's been true so far. And we've had less uh, cardiac problems and less interventions proportionately. All cardiac uh, interventions are falling except for uh, pacemakers for heart rhythm disturbances because you know, the heart, it's uh, really three different systems. It's a muscle, dynamic muscle, like a wall uh, in, a, in a room, and it's got doors, and those are the valves. It lets the blood in and out. Then it's got electrical wiring that runs around that makes the walls contract and relax. And so you've got three separate parts to the heart, and the electrical system is what wears out in most of us as we get older except for Roger P. Shulman, who <laughs> seems to be eternal here. Much to the dismay of a number of people. Closer. Oh, I'm... <laughs> Roger, don't you ever leave. So uh, our, our engineer is telling us to move closer to the boom well, line. You always listen to your engineer. You always listen to him. Why don't we just bring... Let's, let's just bring the mountain to Muhammad. We don't... Muhammad doesn't have to go. My boom will come over here. <laughs> All right, so we're doing well there, and uh, look who's here. I just noticed in the crowd out there. Who's out there? 
Captain Matt Bruce is Oh, there. Captain Matt Bruce yeah. is here. Oh, come on in, Captain. He's going to walk on over, I think. Say hello to everybody. Come on and over and say hello. Tell everybody, just they joined us, they don't understand what's going on. We are live. We're live every Sunday at this time, but we're actually live in a parking lot. We're live in a parking lot at my office at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Petersburg, Florida. And we're doing a live show in front of a huge audience out here. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're driving around, head on over. <laughs> Only modesty prevents me from turning the camera around to show you the crowd <laughs> of, of the crowd here today. So if you're driving around, maybe heading for church or just getting out or going out for donuts, whatever you do on a Sunday, drop by. We'd love to see. It. We got some stuff to give away. We got pens with Dr. Bill's name on it. We've got mugs that we're selling my toenail gel at 20 bucks a pop unless you're impoverished and you want to fill out one of these uh, financial need forms, it'll take an hour. We'll probably be gone by then. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it for them. Buy it'll it. be a lot quicker. All right. Yeah. It'll be a lot quicker. And we also are giving away bumper stickers and we've got, uh, uh, we've got Dr. Andrew Bloomfield from, uh, from uh, comprehensive orthopedics and spine here. Yay. And he's giving away cards and, uh, Looks like he's got a Coleman something or another over there he's going to give away. A Coleman grill he's giving away. Grills, wow. And so we've got mugs, we've got everything. Uh, did you guys all get a mug out there in the audience? Everybody's got a mug? Where's my coffee? Where's my coffee, woman? <laughs> the wife says, I'm not your woman. <laughs> So drop on by if you're out in uh, St. Pete on the streets right now. We'd love to see you. Let's see what time we got here, Joe. We got 10 minutes got till 10 break. Minutes. All right, we're doing well then. So COVID's coming back around this fall, according to the CDC. And we we have seen a bump in, uh, in cases, uh, one of the Omicron-type variants in the past several weeks. <clears throat> I've treated several people outpatient. Hospitalizations have gone up a little bit, but mortality has really not been affected. So we don't know what the next strain is going to do, but the again, the uh, the manufacturers of the RNA drugs, uh, Pfizer and Moderna, they are ramping up and they should have out in a month or two, a new vaccine that will cover the new variant that's coming out. It's the BA120 something. Is that gonna be free as well right now? Everything in the United States is free. <laughs> so, you know, come on across the border, you can get what you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Captain, you don't want you don't want people coming across free. Hell no. <laughs> How's that? Hell no. Matter of fact, we'll send the tanks down there and point them at them. The Canadian. Hi, Fred. How are you? We're doing good, buddy. How you been? By the way, Doc, uh, I see these two guys beside me five days a week. You only see them once. Thank God. He's saying he's sick of us. Roger, at least he brings, has no teeth, one ear. That's right. And he can't hear when I talk to him. Roger, at least, brings the food in every now and then. He does. Yeah. How about that? And Ken, well, I'm Ken just, keeps the station going. I'm just falling apart. You know, if we could get my wife over here, she never shuts up. She'd talk all day for us. That's the baseball <laughs> fan. That's the baseball fan over there. That's a baseball fan. Where? Yeah. The one that I see at the ball games. When so, we go over there to watch the what the what are they the sharks or something whatever they are in the waves the clean clear water oh in clear water the threshers there we go yeah, yeah well it's what was called okay. sharks how's our soccer team doing the rowdies 
Are they playing now, or is that or are we out of season there? Uh, think think they're out of season. How's the, how are the Rays doing, Roger? Hanging in there. They're not not bad. They always beat the Yankees for some reason, which I can't explain. Everybody beats the Yankees this year. Everybody. All right, everybody who hates the Yankees, say hey, hey. hey! <laughs> All right, good. So we'll beat the Yankees. Everybody who loves the Rays, applaud. We are in Tampa Bay, by the way, if you're watching. For and, and go Cubs. Cubs? <laughs> Sorry. What? That's Chicago what? influence again. We got to get that <laughs> out of it's, it's great. I, I, you know, I became a Cub fan when I was eight. It's not going to get that out of my system. So we're working on ways to reverse the aging process. And, oh, great. Uh, some, of the, uh, some of the processes have been identified, actually. The, uh, the cell division changes as we age. And the, uh, there's four phases of cell division. And one phase is called telomere. And so as the chromosomes double themselves, they pull apart. And that seems to slow down with age. And eventually these cells start to die ourselves. So we're trying to figure out how to stop that. And hopefully that was Veritrol and the tacrolimus and serolimus will do it. I'm, I'm thinking about getting on that stuff. What well, then the stuff I'm taking is double doing double duty. Relief factors got the Veritrol in it. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Wow. How long, doctor, do you think we could live if this stuff became uh, commonly available? Roger, I think it's hopeless for you, but I plan to go <laughs> on for another 20 or 30 years anyway i think it's too late for you roger i know <laughs> i think there's an age limit <laughs> a legal age limit well i think there's a shelf life and if you can figure out a way to preserve uh some of the tissues and you can you can go on for a while but i don't know you know we're already living longer and it's not because of our diet or because of everybody going out and working out at the gym that's all a bunch of baloney it's because of antibiotics, immunizations, statins, ACE inhibitors, ARBs, um, the amazing ways we can intervene and put stents in hearts, uh, transfuse blood. All the different things that we have learned to do over the past 150 years have added to our lifespan, probably um, more than anything, our immunizations, which brings me back to immunizations this fall. Don't forget to get your flu shot. And I really do recommend that if you're older or you have chronic medical problems, that you go ahead and get uh, the, the booster of the COVID when it comes out. Now, there's been a lot of negativity about uh, the COVID shots and, you know, the kids getting the myocarditis and all that. And I looked at the literature because I just had this debate with Robin, uh, one of the doctors in the lunchroom, and she said, oh, I'm, I won't let my boys get it anymore. Well, they're grown men, so she doesn't have a choice. But at any rate... <clears throat> I looked at the literature and the incidence of myocarditis before we started the pandemic and the immunizations was about one to 15 in 100,000. It's, it's less than that. It's like 10 to 15 in a million, 10 to 25 in a million uh, with the vaccine. And we don't even know if the vaccine is actually causing it because there's no virus that we found inside the heart tissue when we do the biopsies. What we do know is that there is an exaggerated autoimmune response where we rev up our immune system, but that's the same thing that happens with uh, rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and uh, psoriatic arthritis. And I think we have somebody in the crowd with psoriatic arthritis. I think I saved his life. Steve, there he is, Steve. And so he had a really exaggerated response to the COVID itself. And we had to throw his 
his skinny little butt in the hospital and curing. And uh, this, but the, you know, the station never did pay me. They never paid me, Roger. Did you send a bill? <laughs> I sent it to Ken. Oh, well, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> he probably couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did finally get those glasses, so I'll I'll go back through my uh, files and take a look for it. And then there's this long COVID syndrome, Ken, which mm. I have yet to figure out how anybody makes this diagnosis. And and I mean, you know, people have these chronic uh, fatigue syndromes. What triggers it? We don't know. Um, and uh, some people think it's uh, the monovirus, and I haven't really seen any real correlation. There's a lot of data out there, uh, but there's really no good studies that show what causes the chronic fatigue syndrome. And so the long COVID syndrome is basically a chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, ladies, would you please pay attention to the? <laughs> I've got some women who are talking over my shoulder here. We can't have that. This is live radio. And we're on YouTube and Facebook. Hi, everybody. We're here for you. <laughs> so are we at break yet, Joe? No, we got a couple minutes. What time is it? 9.28. 9.28. Oh, my God. I got to get some coffee and, and I got to change my Depends. So. <laughs> Again. <laughs> have, we, hey, have we got to, a question for today? Yeah, I don't ask, actually. Um well, I'll give one. Right, you come up with a question today. Yeah, sure. Where are we doing the show oh, from today? Where are we doing the show from today? We are live, remote, and where are we? If you could just name a city even, we'll go with that. All right, I'm Dr. Bill. I got Ken by my side. I got the captain, and I got Roger. And the wife is hiding over there chit-chatting with Mary. We will be right back. I am your Dr. Bill. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Russia attacked a Ukrainian port today right before tomorrow's grain deal talks between President Putin and Turkey's leader. Two people were hospitalized following the three-and-a-half-hour Russian drone barrage on a seaport in Ukraine's Odessa region. President Joe Biden took an aerial tour of Hurricane Adalia damage in Florida this weekend before taking a walking tour of the city of Live Oak. That city and other parts of the state still recovering from last week's storm. Republican Senator Rick Scott was one of the officials who joined the president's visit, but GOP Governor Ron DeSantis did not meet with Mr. Biden yesterday. Authorities in Nevada are investigating a death at the site of the Burning Man Festival. It's where thousands of attendees remain stranded as flooding from storms swept through the Nevada desert. More rain today. This is SRN News. AM860, The Answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ Dunedin. By downloading The Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical. Located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. 
we are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour, only on AM860, The Answer. Less humid today with partly sunny skies. We'll see a daytime high of 92. Clear to partly cloudy tonight with a low of 73. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high 93. Clouds and sun for Tuesday, the high 93. Get your weather news when and how you want it wherever you are. Download our free app or visit AccuWeather.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Drew Shannon for AM860, The Answer. All right, we are we are back live from the parking lot of your radio MD, Dr. William Handelman, and uh, Bobby was the winner. I didn't get his sound, but we have Bobby called into the radio station. He was the winner, and he has won himself a couple of uh, Dr. Bill mugs. You can get one of those if you come on out here today, as a matter of fact. Yahoo! And here it is. <laughs> they, they're beautiful. Here's the Dr. Bill mug. Aren't they gorgeous? Don't you wish you had one? <laughs> I got a couple, but I may take another one home. I'm I'm trying for a set of four. You can get as many as you want, Ken. We have a famous person in the audience. Who we got in the audience? We got the head mosquito sprayer for Pronounce County standing right over there, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, come here. Daniel. This is the this is the cheap mosquito sprayer for Pinellas County with a helicopter that flies overhead. By the way, uh tell us tell us where you fly out of. Uh, the heliport's located off 118th Avenue and 41st Street in Pinellas Park, so about a mile and a half south of St. Pete Clearwater Airport. Yeah, and this is the guy when you hear that shh going over here, but the, he's the one spraying the bugs. Can't hear a thing. That's it. I can't hear. You breed them, I'll kill them. This is just the radio. All right, thank you, Daniel. Oh, just radio. Right, you can't hear that. Yeah. 
Okay, there we right. go. But you got to pay Joe, can you hear us? Yeah, because you're good. Go. Keep going. Yeah, okay. Okay, all right. Says we're all right. We're good going. We just, we had a change of uh, of sound here. We've got our headphones working now. Um, we've got a mishmash of equipment from Robert, me, and uh, some guy walked in off the street and lent us <laughs> some cabling. So we're, we're trying to figure out what goes where, but we got it now. We're good to go now. We're good to go now. We're good to go now. And we got our Dr. Bill mugs. Woo-hoo. So congratulations to Bobby. And how are you, sir? Very well, sir. Very well. Doing great today. I think I met you before. At, yes, sir. I came in for a COVID test a couple of years ago because I had to do some traveling. I think I saw you. You were at a gun show. Yes, sir. With, also that. Mm-hmm. With the captain. And a couple of our events. Yeah. You've been to a couple of our events, too, haven't you? Oh, you? yeah. I love listening to... Uh, W-G-U-L. So you're you're still spraying? What do you spray? A DDT? No, we're dropping a, a BTI dry larvicide for uh, mosquitoes. So you just go, you attack the larvae? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So you don't, so basically you're an abortionist. Absolutely. Okay, I got you. I'm keeping you and everybody else, all the listeners healthy. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate that. And we do need that because as you know, there's all kinds of little things that are uh, spread by mosquitoes, can cause disease and uh, also give you a little itch. So we like to keep that down. Now we, as I've said before, we pretty much eliminated malaria back in the 50s uh, because we sprayed DDT everywhere and we'd pour oil onto the creeks and into standing water. And you probably have heard of that. Oh yeah, that, uh, it was called uh, Florida larvicide. It was a mixture of diesel and um... I think it was called Biosil. But we had a few cases of malaria pop up down in Bradenton, Sarasota area. I don't know if they were native or if they were imported, um, but apparently that's died down. We've got that under control. So I don't think that's a big worry right now. But we appreciate what you do. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. Sure. All right. So the economy's resilient it's coming back because of jobs and spending are better and we're doing well in that department bidenomics is it bidenomics that's what he says i know but is he really accurate i mean hell no can he spell bidenomics hell no want me to say it again (laughs) you know this is this is the way i feel about the economy and the president and and whatever groups are in power at the time. I think that it's uh, not always a president or the president's regime that controls the economy because a lot of things have have happened prior to that that don't take effect until you're in your term. So like Jimmy Carter uh, back in the late 70s, he appointed Paul Volcker and Volcker was the man who said, I'm gonna raise the interest rates until inflation stops and that's what he did. And he said, I'm the doctor and you're not going to like the medicine. And but who got the who got the uh, the credit for it? You are exactly right. Well, what you said, Ronald exactly. Reagan got the credit for it, because no. then a year or two later, the economy really turned around. So I don't think that the, the presidents will like any good politician. They'll take credit for what they think is good. And what's not good, they'll say, oh, we're fixing it anyway. So and, and this one will say whatever the teleprompter says, if he can read it. <laughs> well, that's a problem, you know, and. The, you got to feel sorry for the guy. I mean, he's got Parkinson's disease and dementia. 
well, like that's part of the Parkinson's oh, right. syndrome, but they've actually done a really good job with his medications because when she, he was campaigning a couple of years ago, he just looked so Parkinsonian. He had the pill rolling tremor of his hand, the shuffling gait, and you know the mask faces. Now he can smile. The tremors are under control. He's walking a little bit better. But the medications for Parkinson's disease have gotten really, really a lot better, Captain. I'm, I'm telling you, they're How about just Mitch amazing. McConnell? How about that deal, Mitch McConnell? What are we going to do about him? Oh, hell. Mitch, uh, he, he's obviously, he was cleared by the Senate doctor to go back and do whatever he's doing. What What's he doing? That's he, right. He stops talking in the middle of sentences. 30 seconds the other day. Is, is he losing his ability to communicate completely, or is it just intermittent uh, uh, cellular brain lapses? It sounds like his brain, but that's what it is. And then you got, of course, Diane Feinstein, who's 90 years old, being wheeled in in a wheelchair with a pad telling her what to say. So should there be age limits for congressmen and senators and judges? That I, I don't think you're going to get 37 states to agree on. Term limits. Age. Let's go term limits then, at least that, two terms. I don't think you're going to get the states to agree on that either. Yeah, remember, if you're going to pass an amendment, you got to get 37 states. Right. So that's like, you know, the anti-gun pe people, the anti-gun lobby, they're saying, well, look, we should have an amendment. Good luck. And then you have the, the left-wingers who say, we should not have a Senate with two senators from each state, because that's not fair to the big population areas like New York and Los Angeles. Good luck getting South Dakota and North Dakota to agree with you on that. <laughs> you know, how are you going to have balance of power? I mean, we're not we're not made up of individuals were made up of states you realize we the people you realize that i of course i do okay so we the people all right and the constitution it's not a document that says you can do whatever you want it's a legal contract between the, the federal government the state government and the people and it defines how we behave with each other and interact and if they want to clear this mess up that's coming uh, in 2024 they need to have a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and a Republican president, and it'll take four years to stop everything that he undid He undid for us this past uh, term. It'll take four years. Well, Trump had a, had a Republican House and Senate, and he couldn't get half of what he wanted through. So, you know, you yeah, can't for argue two years he did. your own party. For two years either. he did. For two years he did. Then it was Nancy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Midterm, it, it switched over as it usually does. As who, by the way, Nancy uh, doesn't like uh, anyone that's not uh, of her persuasion. We're all a bunch of fools and small townies and all that. You heard well, that, we're right? A basket of deplorables. Oh, yeah. we, we're we're flyover country. They they like the coasts. Well, I like to fly over San Francisco. Now, now, now. That's a pretty city. I went there Actually, when it was use Freddy. a neutron bomb so you don't damage any of the buildings. Doc, Doc, when my wife was alive, we went there when it was Freddie. We used to enjoy going down to the, the, the bay and having the seafood and all that stuff. You can't get within 100 feet of there now without tripping over all the different homeless bums. And the downtown shopping district uh, right. is is closing down. And the, uh, the, uh, the elite there, they don't know what to do. All the all the big name companies are moving out. Uh, the uh, uh, tech companies are moving out of that area. But thank you, Amazon. They're doing a bang of a job up uh, down here in Florida to open another new location over by me. You know big what? Warehouse. I clicked and ordered something on Amazon the other day. And 10 minutes later, they delivered it here. Like, how the hell they do that? <laughs> Headed in stock. They got some kind of teletransporter. Headed in stock. Drone or something? <laughs> yeah, that's it.
it's pretty amazing. But uh, times have changed, guys. Times have changed. So now Tesla, you know, they're competing all these big companies for these uh, charging stations around the country. And um, the federal government, you may or may not know, is subsidizing these stations and they're subsidizing uh, uh, charging for like doctors and hospitals and in different areas. And so I can drive across the street and plug my car in, come back tomorrow and it'll be charged up for free. Guess who's paying for that? We are. Well, we are. You are. You are. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but now the government wants to stimulate uh, the, uh, uh, the impl implementation of more charging stations. And Tesla's leading the, uh, the bid to get more funding to put these stations in everywhere. They do have a faster charger. It's a level one or two or three or whatever it is. And you can charge your car up in under, under an hour, probably 20 minutes you can get enough to get yourself to Orlando. Why aren't the oil companies, you think, jumping in here building charging stations? They've been doing that for a long time. You mean like yeah. Wawa? They yeah. just put three new charging stations over on 4th Street, one of their gas stations out back out around, around behind. The well, back. Shell and BP have been big and the alternative energy industry for a few decades now. So they saw this coming. Now, have we going to generate enough electricity? Obviously, we're not going to be able to do it with wind and solar. So the most efficient fuel, of course, is coal because it burns the hottest. For its, for its weight, you get more you get more energy out of it, and then gas, and then after that comes nuclear. It's not quite as efficient, but nuclear is the cleanest. Right. It's the absolute cleanest energy there is, and I've been saying this for decades. We have we have had uh, three nuclear power plants up in where I used to live in upstate New York on Lake Ontario for I don't know how many years. All the years I was there, where do you think all that power goes? New York, New York City. Yeah. That's they, right, yep. and. And you know California, they don't want any nuclear plants, so they're they're across the state line in Nevada. <laughs> that's where they're getting. You know, it's kind well, of it has such a stigma to it that's really unfair. Well, it's it's ridiculous because there's just no data to support how bad it is. And as I said last week, uh, Fukushima is releasing some of the contaminated water that they process, and you can process it fairly well back into the ocean. That was part of the cooling mechanism. Uh, for the uh, plant. So what you can do is you can filter it and you can get a lot of the heavy metals out that way. You could also distill it because the heavy metals are not going to come out at the same temperature as water vapor is. So there's a lot of things you can do to purify it. And then what's left, you just encase it in, uh, in glass and you bury it. You just drill a hole down through the bedrock and drop it in. Well, keep your eyes on your prime minister. He just had a fish dinner. <laughs> he, said, he did that to tell everybody the food was the fish were okay. Well, you know, the, the big problem with, with radioactive waste going into the water, it's not the radiation, it's the mercury, because mercury is used to process at the plants that make the uranium, uh, like up at uh, Oak Ridge. And they dumped everything into Watts Bar Reservoir up there. So you you're not supposed to eat fish that you catch in the main channel of the uh, of the Watts Bar, Watts Bar Reservoir, which is in uh, southeastern Tennessee, and it's the oldest of the TVA uh, man-made lakes. But that's what happens. I'm not worried about radioactivity. We're not going to die from the nuclear disasters. We're not going to die from a nuclear war. We're going to die from our own hydrocarbon waste. 
So I don't have a problem. I, I don't know what's causing the global warming, if it's the tilting of the axis of the earth or if it's our own hydrocarbon waste or whatever. But uh, I do know this, that carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide are poison. And I also know that a lot of hydrocarbons are poison. They're also part of our chemistry. Our biochemistry is hydrocarbon-based. We're carbon-based life forms. So like most, uh, most colonies of organisms, you're going to die from your own waste. Well, when we went out of the nuke plants on fires, because they used to have to call us to go into a sister volunteer fire department they had at the nuke plants, we had those cards they'd attach to us real quick. You'd go in and you'd be clean. You'd come out and the thing would be glowing like a dark, depending on where we were at. Then we'd all have to get decontaminated. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you talk about uh, radioactivity. It's there. Yeah, well. Well, you know your, uh, you know your your uh, smoke detectors and yep. your carbon monoxide detectors. You know how they last for decades if you get the right the right brand. That's because it's got a radioactive material called American American American. I think it's American, and it's not a gamma emitter; it's a beta emitter. And the beta emission are electrons. We could make batteries that last forever by just putting a little bit of Americum into them. But of course, the government and the big industry—they don't want that. But we could make batteries that last for a decade that don't need to be recharged or anything. So go figure. We could do that after we make the. Ozempic and Moderna will will turn the pharma into into uh, an American uh, lab. Okay, we got to start running you for president. We should yeah, absolutely. Is there an age limit? Did you guys vote on it? No, no, it's yeah. not anymore. No. no age limit for you. No. Uh -uh. <laughs> and so the uh, the the storm that came through uh, and hit the Big Bend area, you know, it flooded a lot of the Tampa Bay area. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, it was low-lying low low land, but like the uh, casino down in uh, Gulfport, it's not a casino, folks. It's a it's a party room, but they, for some reason, they've called it the casino. It's been there since, what, the 1920s or 30s. They had water all the way up to the, uh, to the first floor, so it, it, it got up pretty high. Roger, you want to say something, honey? Yes, dear. I uh, <laughs> we had shore acres uh, flooded very, very badly too in St. Pete, and uh, St. Uh, Clearwater has lost the end of its pier temporarily because the storm did some damage to it. They've closed it off at the bait house, so that iconic area is uh, closed off too. I was going to say, tell them about our coverage that night. It was good. We we actually heard from some of uh, some of the. Uh, affiliates along the line so to speak and uh they we were doubling in for them because the storm went up through one of our areas up in the, the panhandle where we had an affiliate and orlando we were doubling in some of their information with the eocs calling us up but that was the first time that happened and bill bunkley roger and myself anchored that coverage that night there's nobody nobody does it any better than this guy right here nobody wait a minute you're on my show. Yeah, you know, <laughs> as a matter of fact, I've done I've here. done live news with you guys, Doctor Bill. Not any of you can hold a match to Doctor Bill. You're absolutely right, Doctor Bill. <laughs> particularly when it comes to disease, injuries, and uh, in politics, and, and politics. floods, and uh, the uh, the uh, 2012 uh, primary event here. And how many things have I done with you guys? I even went all the way over to 
Ebor City. Oh my God, I thought I was going to be mugged over there. <laughs> you weren't. The Ebor's not that bad before midnight. <laughs> After midnight, all bets are off. Well, that's why I left early. So at any rate, we had this bad storm that hit us, Idalia, and flooded in a lot of areas. And and I don't know how much actual structural damage there was, except from the water. But, uh, you know, the water ends up causing a lot of... Pinellas County has got $20 million as a price tag on damage, Pinellas County. $20 million? Hell, that's 20 pocket million. change. That's pocket change. But here's the thing. Guess who has the highest homeowner's insurance rates in the country? Us. Florida. Florida, yeah. And guess what? In the past year, on average, insurance premiums have gone up 43%. So that's almost... Uh, a double and uh, a 50% increase in one year. Our homeowners insurance almost doubled. And a lot of people who can't afford it are having to move out of their homes because it's getting up to the price of their mortgage. It's really a sad situation. Correct. And where are they going? Over to Captain Matt's or what? Over near me. Over near you? It's cheaper over by me. Yeah, yeah it's cheaper. Some people, though, it's, it's sad. They have to live in the, their cars with their dogs because they can't get into these apartments that are yeah. $2,000 a, a lot month. of people living in their cars on the streets, you'd be surprised to go out and drive around these parking lots. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's really a bad situation because not only are the uh, insurance premiums going up, but also the rents have doubled in the past several years. And for a lot of the people that are working, like the women that work in my office, they're struggling, you know. They can't afford to pay fifteen hundred a month for rent. Give them a raise. There were a couple of nights that Robert lived in his car because of what he was doing. <laughs> well, you have to talk with uh, my wife, Myung Ju. Yeah, just give your office staff a good the, raise. The, uh, the 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 team wants you to give the office staff a raise. Yeah, so they can <laughs> so they can move out of their cars, so they don't have to live in their cars in the parking lot. At least they're close by, though. You can get them right away. You know, it's not living in the in the cars that's upsetting me. It's when I find people in my dumpster. That's what upsets me. And I actually had a lot, you know, there's a big bar that goes over it. You can lock your dumpster now to keep people out. And we had to get that. Mm -hmm. Honest to God, people were in the dumpster. Well, that's sad. I'm like, what are you doing in there? I'm looking for metal. You're looking for metal in my garbage? What do you, <laughs> you'll get one. You get a needle in your in your hand. Go on. And, uh, That'd be interesting. Doctor's office uh, dumpsters. I guess that's a popular place for people looking for things they shouldn't be. Well, all the biohazard waste that we actually have to throw it into into red bags or red, red bag. boxes, and they take that off and they they throw it in an incinerator and melt it all down. Recycle the plastic and uh, metal in there, and actually use it as a, a type of uh, generator for for electricity. Yeah. One thing I meant to ask you. Would you recommend a young person get into the field of medicine and become a doctor? If you love it, do it. Do what you love, Roger. Love what you do. You're the prime example of that. You're a man who has done what he loves and loves what he has done all of his life. And that that is a testimonial in and of itself. It is still fun. I must admit that. It is still fun to do this. And Ken agrees, I think. That if we got young Dr. Andrew back there somewhere, where's Dr. Andrew? Where's Ben? Where's Where's uh, Bloomfield? Hey, shut up, woman! Go get Doctor. <laughs> go Go get Doctor Andrew. Paging Doctor Andrew. Stent parking lot. We'll get Doctor Andrew. Andrew just Doctor Andrew. Uh, Bloomfield. He just graduated from his program. He's a pain management guy, and he's looking for business. 
and he's not even out here to to have me pumping. Oh well, he's missing his big moment. He missed it. Too bad. Oh, here he comes. Oh, here he comes. Get over here, boy. Doctor, we have an emergency. Have a chair. I'm in pain. I'm Thank in you. pain. <laughs> I'm going to help. <laughs> well, first introduce yourself. Howdy, y'all. Dr. Andrew Bloomfield from Montreal, Canada. Interventional pain specialist. And you got a whole audience out there, too. Howdy. And so tell us what you do. So I take care of your pain. You're in pain. You come to me and I'll fix that right up for you. So we can come and get dope from you, get some Percocet or what? You can do that for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'd say I'm more of an interventionalist. Oh, so you actually inject people and I actually inject people go as far as to do spinal cord simulators, kyphoplasties, any type of injection. Very good. And so you, you did what uh, anesthesia and then pain. I actually did a different route. I did physiatry and then pain. So physical medicine rehabilitation. And then you did pain. So, and then I did pain. So, like, if I need my knee worked on, you can you can crank it and. Oh, knee's my bread and butter. I'll take care of that. No problem. Okay, good. All right. And you have um, you have a group that you're with. Who are you with? So I'm with the Comprehensive Spine Institute. We're out here every other Friday of the month. We do ortho spine and we take care of interventional pain. And what's your what's your phone number there, guy? Good question. I have cards up here at the front, but I think the number here is 813-253-2273. Just call and make an appointment. And we'll see you. 813-253-2273. 2273. Okay. Good job, guy. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much. And so we were talking about uh, should, should, uh, should young people go into medicine these days? And I said, look, if it's a passion, you love it. Do what you love, love what you do. Now, why did you go into medicine? Are you just in it for the cash or to get rich or what? I didn't know there was cash involved in this when I got into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like the old days, but you can still make a good living. And and I don't discourage anybody from going into medicine, but I would say this, that it's a long, hard, arduous trail, and you have to be willing to uh, delay your gratification. You have to put that off because you're going to be studying and working and taking exams and making rounds when all your buddies are out drinking and having fun and going out to Vegas or down to Key West. But that's okay. I mean, there is a there is a a pleasure and a, a sense of fulfillment and a reward and knowing that you have accomplished something not only intellectually but physically and, and that you've connected with people in a way that really I don't think there's any other maybe a minister could connect, but I don't know uh, any other profession that's quite as close and intimate and yet still helpful and, you know, um, professional that that we do. And I think that's quite a testament to uh, who we are and what we do. And I, I just, I've really enjoyed being a doctor. Now the staff and my boss over there, the little Korean, oh my God, you can take them all. You can have her. <laughs> 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 orders orders and more orders did you finish your charge yet <laughs> well we should probably thank everybody for showing up today we're getting it just flew by this morning we got a minute going here joe what's up we got about a minute left minute, minute oh we got a minute and a half we got tons of time so i am dr bill your radio md and we practice at 6399 38th avenue avenue north we've got Young Dr. Bloomfield here is going to be dropping in and doing some pain management. We've got actually, we've actually 
we have actually got the equipment for him to inject you right here. We've got a C-arm, which is a specialized kind of x-ray unit. And uh, we are your full service clinic. We practice cardiology, internal medicine. We have can care clinic for Canadians and visitors. 384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Hey, we do telemedicine too. Oh, there you go. There we go. And hey, we're switching over to Zoom on the telemedicine. So get Zoom on your on your smartphone so you can get to me in a hurry. And, and the people uh, who showed up today, we want to thank you all. We want to thank out. everybody and get your yourselves around. Thank you. Have the dog bark. <laughs> and we want to thank Mary and, and, and Steve and all those guys and, and Yuli and everybody who came from the station. We love you guys. We need you. We want you. I'm out of here. I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD. to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Clinic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.